Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Monday, February 20th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Illinois lawmakers who break the law do not have to give up their state pensions. You have corrupt legislators collecting a pension that is paid for by them. We'll examine how tax cheats and those swept up in a federal corruption probe in Illinois are keeping their taxpayer-funded pensions in just a few minutes. Federal regulators are requiring Ameren to take additional steps to protect and clean up drinking water in St. Charles. St. Louis Public Radio's Brittany Cordera reports. Since 2018, Ameren has been injecting materials to destroy residual toxic solvents around its Huster Road substation under the supervision of the Environmental Protection Agency. Now, the agency is directing the power company to do additional work. Ameren must study current conditions. The EPA's Tanya Howell says it must also evaluate long-term cleanup actions. What we've asked them to do is to go back and, and kind of run through the different alternatives again, see if any new alternatives may be available to address that contamination. Ameren says the company is supportive of any EPA-approved cleanup measures. I'm Brittany Cordera, St. Louis Public Radio. An Illinois Supreme Court decision clears the way for people to win massive amounts of money in data privacy cases against companies. A Chicago-based White Castle manager sued the fast food company for not getting permission before requiring her to use a fingerprint scan to access pay stubs. The court says that violates Illinois' biometric privacy law and a person can win damages for each time their data is collected. Mark Denzler is with the Illinois Manufacturers Association and says this could lead to businesses having to pay billions in damages. When you talk about companies investing in Illinois and you talk about wanting to attract jobs and economic development and they see the types of decisions coming out of Illinois courts, they're going to pass on Illinois. The ACLU of Illinois' Ed Yonka says the decision is a win for protecting individual privacy. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker wants to increase funding for early childhood development, including $5 million for home visitation programs. Those initiatives serve eligible families with children five and under through regular in-home visits by trained professionals. Advocates say those visits support family health and increase school readiness. Shernaren Hilliard is with Family Focus, which provides services to families throughout Illinois. She hopes part of the $5 million investment supports service providers. It has uh, become very competitive uh, Mm -hmm. with other organizations in regards to uh, staff. Uh, Pay is also a big issue in regards to uh, making sure that we keep, you know, home visitors. There are no specific details at this point on how the money will be spent. Gas prices in the St. Louis region are averaging $3.12 a gallon. GasBuddy's weekly survey of nearly 1,000 stations shows that's virtually unchanged from last week, but nearly $0.10 per gallon lower than a month ago. Prices are also roughly $0.16 cheaper compared to this point last year. In the Metro East, the price ranges from about $3.20 a gallon to nearly $3.60. In the Quincy area, they run from $3.10 a gallon to $3.45 and they are hovering around the $3.15 mark in the Rolla area. A Democratic lawmaker from Kirkwood says a plan to expand parts of I-70 makes sense. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more from Representative Barbara Pfeiffer's appearance on Politically Speaking. 
Governor Mike Parson wants to spend close to $900 million to widen portions of Interstate 70. Some critics of the proposal say state money would be better spent on bolstering public transportation. And while Pfeiffer says she's supportive of expanding access to things like trains and buses, she added that widening I-70 also provides value to Missouri. And uh, if you've driven St. Louis to Kansas City very often, you know it can be kind of hair-raising. <laughs> so I, I think it's probably a good idea. Parsons' proposal would widen I-70 in the St. Louis, Kansas City, and Columbia metro areas. I'm Jason Merzenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. A popular bike and scooter share company is working to give small black-owned businesses a financial boost. Lime is offering riders a discount if they visit one of the black-owned businesses the company is partnering with this month. That includes 1207 Urban Eatery, a vegan restaurant in the Del Mar Loop. Co-owner Brandy Dixon hopes people will continue to support her restaurant beyond Black History Month. If communities would just support businesses as general and help the small businesses, women-owned, Black-owned, LGBTQ-owned, everybody just get their names out there, then the growth will be there because it's so many of us out here that word of mouth alone could help sustain a business. The offer ends February 28th. Some former Illinois lawmakers lost their jobs amid federal corruption charges, but not their state pensions. The group includes tax cheats, indicted former House Speaker Michael Madigan, and members of his inner circle who are awaiting trial. Dave McKinney reports on how corruption has not cracked the retirement nest eggs for some past state officials. Former State Senator Terry Link was a government mole. He wore a wire on a fellow state lawmaker. Though he refused to admit it, as reporters chased him through the state capitol in 2019. I'm not going to continuously answer this every day of my life. I'm down here to do a job that I was elected to do, and that's what I'm going to do. But that was in the state house. In the courthouse the following year, Link admitted to his own crime, that he didn't pay his share of state and federal taxes. Link had been using campaign contributions for personal expenses. There's a state law against using campaign money that way. Link even voted for it. But a panel with the power to revoke a lawmaker's retirement determined Link could keep his state pension. Attorney General Kwame Raoul said because Link's admitted wrongdoing, using campaign cash for personal expenses and the tax evasion that went along with that, didn't, quote, relate to his time as a state senator. That panel sided with Raoul's reasoning. All told, Link has cashed about $200,000 in state pension checks the past two years. House Republican leader Tony McCombie says her constituents would be outraged to learn they're the ones paying for Link's retirement benefit. They would definitely be appalled. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. You have corrupt legislators uh, collecting a pension that is paid for by them. WBEZ has documented nearly $2 million in pension payments to former Illinois legislators and ex-state officials ensnared in a sprawling federal corruption probe. Those payments also have gone to, in one case, a widow, and in another, an ex-wife. Included on that list is former Democratic State Representative Edward Acevedo. He also pleaded guilty to federal tax evasion. The state panel, again acting on Raul's advice, awarded Acevedo his state pension last year. Some of the more than $265,000 that Acevedo has received came while he was in federal prison. 
told of WBEZ's findings, Democratic State Senator Mary Edley Allen says it's hard to grasp why felonious ex-lawmakers are drawing taxpayer-funded pensions. She favors barring anyone convicted of felonies from getting that benefit. We need to start over again and pass something that doesn't allow this to happen in the future. It's really a betrayal of public's trust. Another admitted wrongdoer is the late Democratic State Senator Martin Sandoval. Sandoval admitted pocketing more than $250,000 in bribes while in office and entered into a federal plea deal on bribery and tax evasion charges. I take full responsibility for my actions. I'm ashamed and I'm sorry. I want to apologize to the people of Illinois and to my constituents. But Sandoval died several months after his plea deal was announced, so he never was convicted of any felonies. That's one reason his widow is now drawing part of his legislative pension, close to $100,000 the past two years. Democratic Senator Robert Martwick chairs the state panel that oversees legislative pensions. Martwick says his board chose to follow the advice of the attorney general, and he doesn't think more legal deterrents are needed. Every one of those decisions they never come easy. Marwick's panel could be busy in the future. Former House Speaker Michael Madigan is set for trial next year for racketeering, bribery, and conspiracy. He's gotten more than $200,000 in state pension payments since 2021. Several of Madigan's closest advisors, including former lobbyist Michael McLean, also face their own upcoming federal trials, and they've been drawing state pensions as well. McCombie and Republican State Representative Amy Elick want to stop these kinds of pension payments to ex-state officials under criminal indictment. But both say their pending legislation may need to be broadened given WBEZ's findings. Here's Elick. This is one more reason not to trust politicians. Raul's office and an attorney for Acevedo declined comment, and lawyers for Lincoln Sandoval didn't respond to multiple email inquiries from WBEZ. This is Dave McKinney. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.